Welcome to the Revolutionary CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Lynch, wine lover, brand snob, proud boy mom, and Atlanta-based entrepreneur. When I was laid off from my dream marketing job at eight weeks pregnant, I knew I couldn't rely on corporations to provide me with a stable income. I launched my own business and hit six figures in my first full year. I want to help other female service-based entrepreneurs and coaches build and leverage their brand authority so they can confidently sell their services and programs at a premium price point to create a lasting legacy and generate independent wealth. Tune in every Wednesday for solo episodes and conversations with amazing self-made multi-six and seven-figure women all about marketing, sales, mindset, self-care, entrepreneurship, and motherhood to inspire you and give you actionable steps to successfully market and sell your high-ticket services and programs while having a life. Let's get into it. So I wanted to talk about the infamous buyer's journey that every marketing person is telling you about and saying and mentioning, but you're still like, what the hell does this person mean by a buyer's journey? (laughs) So I wanted to kind of put it into perspective where you really understand like deeply what it means so that you can truly implement it, especially if you're selling high ticket or premium price offers. And the reason I want to have this conversation is because typically what you're seeing out there as far as marketing tips and strategies is always, almost always, excuse me, I won't say always, but almost always geared towards someone selling something low ticket or someone selling something like a product or to a consumer. So if you're selling to other business owners, this is a great conversation for you to really sit down and take some notes. There are going to be things that are worth taking notes for. So make sure you have a pen and paper handy. So I want you to remember that, first of all, posting educational content is good, but what would actually be great is posting content that actually shifts the perspective of your target audience and takes them on a path to making an educated decision about what it is that you are offering and how that is the solution for them. And it's important because think about it from the perspective of people who are in like Alcoholics Anonymous, right? Or anyone who's in any of those rehab type programs that at the beginning, they need people to first admit that they have a problem. Before you dive into selling your stuff and promoting your offer and telling people to click the link in your bio to join and sign up and all that, they actually have to know that they have the problem and they have to believe that they have that problem. And a lot of times you guys are jumping the gun on, you know, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. And the reason that they're not buying it, even though people seem like they were interested is because you jumped the gun. They weren't ready. They need to see change as a good thing and what life will be like when the problem, AKA the, you know, maybe it's trouble saying no to the things that they are addicted to in the case of AA, but just in general, the people who you're trying to attract, They need to believe that they have a problem and they need to also be hopeful for how their life or their business will improve if they eliminate that problem for good. So your ideal clients actually need to see that the pain points that they're currently experiencing that they're most focused on and Googling right now, whether it's in their life or in their business, is actually related to a bigger problem. And then you need to help them see that there is a better way to that brighter future. And it needs to be through your content. And your content journey, which is the buyer's journey goal, is to attract connect and convert the right people, your ideal clients. I want to kind of walk you through what I mean by the buyer's journey. So first of all, the buyer's journey is how people go from problem to purchase. And you need to think about the journey that your dream client is going to take from realizing that they have a pain point to paying for a solution to solve it, because that is point A to point B. So at the very beginning of the buyer's journey, they are very unhappy. 
So just think about this in stages. Like I'm going to give you six stages of the buyer's journey, right? So in stage one, they are unhappy. They're experiencing multiple pain points, which is their point A. This is all their point A. They are unaware of the problem, but they are hyper aware of all of these pain points. And what they're doing at this stage is researching how to eliminate those pain points so that they can just get by. Now, stage two is that they need to see those pain points differently and then understand how they relate to the bigger problem, because this becomes the stage where they are now ready to start hearing a solution, because at this point, you have helped them to become problem aware. So stage three, now that they are problem aware, is they are ready to learn what can actually solve that problem because they have identified what it is. And so they need to, at this stage, become solution aware. They need to understand what is the solution to the problem, just in general, because stage four is where they're researching who or what will best solve the problem that they are aware of using the solution that they are now you know, more aware of as well. They're like, okay, but there are going to be a lot of people who are offering that solution, a lot of companies offering that solution. So they're trying to figure out, okay, of all these people offering the solution that I now know is the solution to the problem, which one's going to be better? Because in stage five, they're ready to invest in the solution because they are so aware of you or the person that they end up going with that they're not, okay, I'm ready to invest because I've done my research. And then stage six, they're your biggest fan. They're recommending you to everyone. They're staying on board with you for another month or you know six months, 12 months. That's when you retain them. So I like to give, you know, I like to give little stories. And if you haven't heard me tell the headache story, then you are in for a special treat because I like to kind of paint this picture of the same six things that I just told you, but in a way that you'll understand. So stage one, the reality is I have a headache. Okay. Now what I'm doing right now, because I have a headache is I'm just looking up what will make my headache go away. That is a pain point that I recognize. I do have some other symptoms, but the one that's bothering me the most is really just this headache. And if I could just get rid of this headache, I can get back to work, right? I can focus on my work today. So I'm now in stage two. Here I am with my headache. I Googled, you know, in stage one, I was like, I have a headache. I took some just general Tylenol. But you know what? In stage two, the reality is my headache didn't actually go away. And so now I'm going to start researching a little bit deeper. Okay, here are these other symptoms that I'm experiencing. I'm having, you know, sensitivity to light. Every time I open my eyes, I feel a little bit nauseous. Sound is making me feel sick as well. It's making me feel miserable. My head is pounding. In my research and looking at those additional symptoms, I've realized that I actually have a migraine. The problem is a migraine, not just the little pain point of a headache. That wasn't actually my problem. It was just one of the many symptoms that I had. It turns out that I ultimately have a migraine. So in stage three, I'm going to research what's going to eliminate a migraine. And what I found is that 1,600 milligrams of acetaminophen is excellent for migraines, or I can take that much caffeine. Caffeine gives me the jitter, so I want to find something that actually has 1,600 milligrams of acetaminophen because that is best for migraines. So in stage four, I am researching the brands with that minimum requirement. And what I'm going to find is that both Tylenol and Advil actually have migraine medicine that has the minimum requirement of the 1600 milligrams of acetaminophen. By the way, I'm making that up. Don't you go take 1600 milligrams of acetaminophen. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So at this stage, I am now solution aware 
because I now know that 1600 milligrams of acetaminophen, and I'm now in the process of doing research because I found out that two of the top brands have that. But in stage five, when I'm ready to invest, I've compared the two brands and I've read their reviews. And it turns out that I buy Tylenol for migraine because not only does it meet the minimum requirement of 1600 milligrams of acetaminophen, but it also eliminates the migraine within five minutes and it lasts for 24 hours. And this is in all of their marketing. Well, you know, Advil doesn't really say any of that stuff. So I'm going to take Tylenol because it is the best thing that offers the exact solution that will eliminate the problem that I now know I have. So then in stage six, I'm going to show up on Instagram and be like, y'all, thank God my migraine is finally gone. And I'm going to say, you know what, what made it actually go away? Tylenol. And I'm going to tell everybody about Tylenol. And if someone comes to my house and say, oh my God, I have a migraine, I'm going to say, oh, Tylenol for migraines is the best. I am going to now hype that company up. I'm going to be a retained client. Every time I have a migraine and I run out of this medicine, I'm going to go back to the store specifically only buy that. That's a buyer's journey. And this is what you need to specifically be doing in your content strategy when you're selling high ticket and premium offers. So the goal is to make sure that you attract, connect, and convert the right people. And so I kind of want to dive into specifically because you know I help you with your content strategy for social media, specifically Instagram. I want to kind of talk about the type of content that you need to be putting out there to get through the buyer's journey as you're going through a launch. Because you need to map out your buyer's journey and create the first of all, the narrative that you want your ideal clients to have about the offer that you have and what you want them to think and feel about it. You need to also think about when you're planning out this buyer's journey of what information will they need to actually move on to the next stage of the buyer's journey? How do you go from just attracting a bunch of people then to actually connecting the dots of how you can help them, connecting them to you and your brand? And then you also lastly, in the planning phase, need to think about what possible objections will your ideal clients have at each one of those stages in the buyer's journey and how you can get them past that. We're not tricking them into overcoming, you know, objections like, oh, you think it's too expensive. Well, here's why it's not. No. Why do they feel like it's too expensive? What is their situation right now? What are they comparing it to? Help them see how it's different from what they're comparing it to. Okay. So in the attraction phase, your content of the buyer's journey, your content at this phase needs to build awareness around the pain points. And this is when you're taking out the notebook, by the way, have your notebook attraction phase of the buyer's journey, content should build awareness around the pain points, the problem, and introduce them to who you are in your story. Don't forget that you are the brand, you're the coach, you're the service provider, so they actually need to know you too. So when you're attracting people, you need to attract people who have the problems and the pain points that you can help solve with your thing that you're offering, but also people who want to work with you and help them start to see and learn about your personality really early on. This is also the research phase. Remember I said, you know, at the beginning, they're researching, you know, their pain point, they're researching the problem once they become aware of it. So they need you to also be talking about the things that they at this stage would be Googling. So you need to actually hype up and talk about the pain points really early on. This episode of the Revolutionary CEO podcast is brought to you by my group coaching program, Revolutionary Brand. It's a transformational coaching program for service-based entrepreneurs and coaches who are ready to build and leverage brand visibility using video content to attract and enroll premium clients and sell your high ticket programs and services for $1,500 or more in the next 90 days without complicated marketing funnels or being great at sales. 
I created this program specifically because I know that you've probably been offering discounts to try to entice more clients to close. You're creating freebies and posting content so frequently, even though you don't have the time, you've been rebranding to try to make your business look better. You've been customizing your offers and lowering your prices and you're over all of that. This program was crafted to help you to repackage and relaunch your offers to only focus on one ideal client profile and one problem you can solve so you can confidently articulate your value and close sales needed to hit your monthly income goals. It's going to help you map out and plan all of your strategic video content. You'll need to lead your ideal clients from Googling their pain points to paying full price for your service. And you'll learn how to implement processes to strategically automate parts of your business and prepare it for scale and prerequisites to qualify leads that get you 90% of the way to the sale before your sales conversation even has to happen. So make sure you go to revolutionarybrand.co to submit your application and book your compatibility call. Educational content is really big here. So when I talk to you about what it means to do educational content, I said it's the ABCs and one, two, threes of stuff. It's when you're going to help them to eliminate small pain points. This is the time for you to really go all in on that type of content. And educational content also earns trust really early on and makes them at least come back to listen to you. So some types of video content, because you know that that's what I want you to focus on for your main content strategy. The type of videos that you can do are like educational videos. You can talk about videos that solve pain points. You can do some problem awareness videos and some perspective shifting videos. I'm going to give you a little example of each one and I'm going to move on. Educational videos. This content is giving the ABCs and one, two, threes of how to do something. So that's point blank, cut and dry. When I say content that solves pain points, these are meant to solve the pain points that are currently stopping your ideal clients and holding them back from really even moving forward at all. So this content is meant to help them take fast action and get a quick win. Now, when I say problem awareness content, these are meant to highlight the reasons that the pain points actually exist in the, in the first place and what they're symptoms of, the bigger problem that they're actually symptoms of. This is why it's called problem awareness videos. Once they receive this information, they're actually going to then be open to hearing the solution to solve it because now they believe they have that problem. You cannot go past this stage and you cannot just jump to the stage of promoting your offer and telling them to buy it if you haven't made sure that they believe that they have the problem, okay? At the end of this type of content, they should end up with an aha, like, mm, that's the problem that I have. That's what they need to walk away with. And when I say perspective shifting videos, these videos help them to see their situation differently and teach them something that deviates from the typical thing that's out there. You know, the thing that everyone's saying in your industry, you're saying something a little bit different. That's why it's shifting their perspective, because what they've truly believed all this time, maybe I've been wrong. Maybe I shouldn't have listened to that one person. You should be busting myths here and clearing up common misconceptions. Okay. So that is the attraction phase of the buyer's journey. Now, the connection phase, here they need to know the possible solutions to their problem now because they are aware of it and which solution would probably work the best. There are going to be a lot of solutions to the problem, but which ones might work best for me specifically, right? That's what they're thinking. This should also clearly be related to the offer that you have, whether it's your product or service, and it should help them differentiate how this solution is different from all the other things that they've already tried. Because you have to remember, they might've already tried. A lot of people have tried to do video content, right? But I know that what I teach in Revolutionary Brands and, and from Bench to Profit is a completely different approach than anything out there. I have proprietary information that I teach and strategies and processes. So I know it's different, but I have to help them see how it's different from what they've tried. 
And then this is a good point to be starting to do like a lot of social proof and busting myths, because at this point, they need to know the severity of the problem, but also be extremely hopeful for their brighter future, because you don't want to just paint such a dire story that they're terrified and scared into buying from you. That's an awful sales practice. You want them to be hopeful as well and see that there are possibilities. So some examples of the type of content you can put in this stage of the buyer's journey is like content with some shocking stats or some eye-opening comparisons, myth-busting content about the solution that you offer, some top tips and tricks related to the offer solution that you have because you still not only want them to believe in it, but also see that it's possible and that they can actually implement it themselves or do it themselves. Or after you coach them, they'll be able to continue on with that. Or if you've done a service for them, that they'll be able to maintain it. They need to believe that. They need to see that. You need to be talking about your story and how you implemented the solution or of course your client and then why the solution works better than all the other ones out there. So when I say shocking content, this content is meant to separate your values and the thought process that you have on what the best solution is, right? And it's also meant to go against the grain and highlight why the solution they hadn't considered is best for them. Because a lot of times they haven't even considered your solution and it's because they really didn't think it was possible or they didn't think it would work for them. So when you start to show them how it could work for them, it's like, wow, I should have considered this a long time ago. When I say solution-focused content, this is just meant to be more educational to help your ideal client connect why the solution is a great option and how they could actually implement it to hit their goals. And then when I say that you should be sharing your story with the solution, remember, you should be connecting them to you and your brand's success. And if you haven't done the thing for yourself, then it's really hard for them to understand how you can teach them. So unless you also was doing this thing in corporate, which is a very high possibility, then you need to be talking about how you did it in corporate, which is still you talking about your success doing that thing. But if you can't even relate it back to you, it's like, how are you teaching me something you haven't even done done for yourself? You can't teach me how to make a million dollars if you yourself have not made a million dollars. It is not going to work. I don't understand how you helping me, right? The blind leading the blind. And there's no better solution also, there's no better example of the solution working than how it worked for you because it's easy for you to tell your own story, even better than you telling someone else's story. Like you can tell your clients like case study, but it's even easier for you to talk about your case study. Okay, and then that last stage of the buyer's journey where it's about conversions, This is all about your offer. Like you've been waiting for this, but this is like the time where you're just going all in about your offer and how it incorporates the solution that you presented as the answer to their problem. And social proof is going to be extremely heavy at this stage. So what you can do in this stage of the buyer's journey is talk about the strategy behind your solution. Like this is when you introduce that framework and how it works to solve the problem that you identify your ideal clients have. You can do specific case studies on on some of your client testimonials. You can walk them through how to even sign up and get started because you want the barrier of entry to not be, well, what do I even do next? They should already know what to do next. And also you should just literally be doing direct sales videos about your offer. So when I say do content about your unique framework, I literally mean do these videos to highlight your unique approach to the solution. Whatever it is that you do to take someone from point A to point B should be in a framework of like three to five steps typically. And you should have why you've decided to approach it this particular way. Even if you're a service provider, you're going to have certain steps that you follow, certain components that go into the service that you offer, and you're doing that for a reason. Talk about that. This is also where your brand authority is going to be shining really, really, really brightly because now you have an opportunity to showcase your approach and how it compares to the competitors out there and why it's a better option for your ideal clients. 
You can be doing case studies and testimonies. Now, when I say that, there's obviously no better motivator to someone becoming a client than to hear that a previous client, what they've experienced and the results that they were able to achieve after working with you. But this is also a great way just to show your rapport with your other previous clients. Because if you can have videos of even you with the client, like a lot of times people will go live. I've gone live with my previous clients and you can see how much fun we have together. That stuff is important because people want to be a part of communities that they feel like they could fit into. And also they want to build relationships with coaches that they actually feel like they would like and be able to deal with for six months, 12 months, you know? And when I say do these direct sales and promo videos, I mean, make sure you do a video just talking about like your offer, like literally title it the name of your offer and do Q&As and do all the things because your offer deserves time to shine and you should be doing little commercials for it. <laughs> but also remember when you do take the time to do direct sales videos and you do it like as an IGTV or as a live, IGTV videos allow you to do a hyperlink in the caption of the post. So it's basically, again, a little mini sales page that you get to have. So don't forget to do stuff like that. Again, I wanted to make sure that you really understand what it means to go through a buyer's journey because you can hear this phrase a lot, but you may not understand why it's important for your content to take people through this journey, but it's vital. It's vital for you to make sure you're following a path because if someone were to go back and watch your content, you want them to be like, oh, okay. And then I get to this next stage. You want them to get from stage to stage to stage without you having to actively be there. This is how content works for you when you're sleeping. This is how my clients are able to continuously get clients is because these people already feel like they know them and they're already primed and ready to buy because they've been able to go through my client's previous content, which is following this buyer's journey every single time. And they're able to make a buying decision because you're just telling a story, right? You're just telling their story and taking them on the journey. That's why it's a journey. You're telling a story of how they can get from their point A to the point B that you're offering. I hope you had your notes and I would love for tag me on Instagram. If you took notes during this episode, tag me at Atelier Letitia, A-T-E-L-I-E-R-L-A-T-E-S-H-A. -E 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 tag me on Instagram or DM me on Instagram and say, look at all the notes that I took from this episode, because I hope when you go to plan your video content that you're following this buyer's journey and now you can't have any excuses of, well, I don't know what type of videos I have given you some subject matter for each one of these goals to get you through. If you love this episode as much as I have, then subscribe to the Revolutionary CEO podcast on iTunes and leave me a review to let me know what you enjoyed the most. For premium pricing and branding tips and training, connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Atelier Letitia. That's A-T-E-L-I-E-R-L-A-T-E-S-H-A. And be sure to follow the podcast Instagram account at Revolutionary CEO to show my guests and me some love. Talk to you next week.